This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. I am your host, Lance Descott, and this is The Drop Podcast, and of course... The Drop is a partner of lineupmedia.fm. If you love podcasts, please go there to their website. There's so many to check out. You will find something you like, maybe even something you love. Disappointing is a word that I would say a lot of people are using after game three. The Blues looked very, very bad. They looked slow for most of the night, and I just don't understand it, why the Blues don't look at being home as having a huge advantage. Would the Blues be able to put into that extra level in this Game 4? Would the Jets continue that level that they had in Game 3? One thing's for sure, both of these goalies had great games in this Game 4. Bennington was bad in Game 3. He really was. I know a lot of people are making excuses for him, but he was bad. He wasn't good. The defense, of course, didn't help him, but it was just an all-around bad game. The goaltenders in this game would definitely show up. This was a goalie battle from the beginning. The youngster Jordan Bennington, the veteran Connor Hellebuck, and for the first two periods, they made save after save, including these two, to make it a 0-0 zero to zero game going into the third period. Now Lina has it back. He's taken down a penalty coming to St. Louis. Rick Lina is either. Moves it across the line. Drops it up the middle for Lina. He plays it back across. Here's Sean shoots and Benton makes the stop a great chance for the Jets with a penalty coming and now they'll go to the power play Kevin Hayes can't turn the corner on Vince Dunn that one's given up Maroon got a stick on that sets it up for Edmondson he pitches up what a stop by Hellebuck what a pass by Edmondson over to Thomas it was a very exciting first two periods you guys know me it doesn't matter to me if it's a 5-4 to four game, 4-3 four to three game, 2-2 two to two game. I love that type of a game. But the ones I really like are those ones where both teams get great opportunities. Their goalies keep showing up time and time again. It's 0-0 zero to zero coming out of the first or even 1-1 one to one, or 0-0 zero to zero coming out of the second. I just love those games. They're just so tense to me and exciting. Shots on goal, the Blues outshot Winnipeg 10-5 to and really tested Connor Hellebuck big time. Don't get me wrong, there were a couple saves, one or two, that Bennington really had to make that were tough. Going into the second period, both teams turned on the pressure. 14 shots apiece, but both goalies stood strong. I was just on the edge of my seat watching this. Everybody around me was going nuts. Just a great game to watch on TV. A great game to be at. Going into the third period, I figured it was going to be the same. Maybe there were some people that thought one of these teams was going to take control and score three or four goals. But I just had this feeling it was going to be 0-0 zero to zero going out of the third, 1-1, one to one, maybe 2-2, two to two, or 2-1 two to one going late into the third. I just couldn't see this opening up in the third period with the way both of these goaltenders were playing and with the way 
the defense for both of these teams played pretty well all night long. But the Blues would get on the scoreboard first, just 35 seconds into the third period. To O'Reilly with room. Shovels it back, Petrangelo. To O'Reilly, lots of traffic in front. Here's Petrangelo. Swings it across, Tarasenko in, shoots, We needed Tarasenko to come up big in the playoffs, and in these last two games, he's really come up big and scored goals. And besides the goals, he's just played well in this series. Some great passing between Petrangelo and O'Reilly. You're kind of thinking O'Reilly might shoot it, gives it back to Petrangelo. O'Reilly kind of scoots in closer to the goal, heads towards the goal. Petrangelo brings the puck over closer to where O'Reilly was, gets it over to Tarasenko. Tarasenko right around the face-off circle, takes that shot he loves to take, and puts it past the glove side of Connor Hellebuck. That goal would be Tarasenko's second of the playoffs. Petrangelo gets his fifth assist. O'Reilly gets his first assist. And as I said, it was a power play goal 35 seconds in. I thought for the next few minutes after this, Winnipeg kind of stepped it up a little bit and started putting some pressure on Jordan Bennington. And that pressure would pay off about seven minutes after Tarasenko's goal when Mark Shifley would put a puck past Bennington to tie this one up at one apiece. Kyle Connor, first pass is a good one. Wheeler cuts inside and then drops it off. Here's Connor now in front. Scores! Tipped right in front of the goal. Mark Shifley has tied the game. What a finish by Shifley. He had a ton of speed punching through the neutral zone. It was Blake Wheeler, though, the initial breakout pass out in the neutral zone. And he makes a nice little play to find Shifley with speed and the give and go with Connor afterwards. No chance for Bennington on this one. Little stop. Gives it to Shifley with speed, a give and go. He punches through, stick down, and a perfect redirection up over top of the glove hand side of Bennington to tie this game. What a pass by Connor. The Blues defense let Shifley kind of skate into the zone, skate past him. Kyle Connors along the boards, puts a perfect pass almost right on his stick. Shifley barely moves the stick and pokes the puck in past Jordan Bennington to make it one to one. That goal by Shifley would be a second of the playoffs. Connor with that great pass gets his second assist. Wheeler gets his third assist. Seven minutes, 33 seconds in. The Jets would outshoot the Blues in this third period, 15 to 7. And they would have several opportunities. But Jordan Bennington stood strong and in fact made a save with just a couple seconds left in the third to push this game to overtime. Wheeler drops it back to Morris, who jumps into the rush. Josh Morris, he looks ahead, finds Shifley in the backhand, shot, puck away, Bennington, turns away, Morris in tight. Great drive with about a minute to go as Morris, he finds him with speed. He tries to go to the backhand, and great poke check by Bennington. Little old school right there, gets a paddle down and takes it away. Would have been a wide open left side of the net if he can get around that paddle. But that speed driving the net there, excellent save. So we head to overtime with some pretty high hopes. Bennington's playing well. The Blues defense is playing well. 
They have got some good opportunities against Hellebuck, and we're hoping that that will continue in the overtime period. As the overtime period started, I thought the Blues were holding their own. They put a little bit of pressure on Bennington with five shots, and that pressure would lead to a goal. Bennington makes the initial save. He's unable to cover up the rebound, and that is one knock that I have on him at times. Is he'll make a good save, and he can't handle that rebound, and that's exactly what happened here. Kyle Connor, who has played great in this series, scores and gets the Jets the win 2-1, to one, six minutes, two seconds in to overtime. Here's Wiener with a burst of speed. Blake Wiener coming in, cuts back, follow-up, shot saved by Bennington. Out in front, they score! Kyle Connor wins it, and this series is tied! What a drive by Blake Wheeler. The top line of the Jets has just been too strong in the third period and into this overtime. Every time they're on the the ice, they've been dangerous. It's Shifley with the first shot, a little tap pass to Connor, who funnels himself to the right spot, get to a dangerous area. It's a tap-in on the confusion, and the big line for the Jets goes to work to even this series at two. What a goal for Kyle Connor, who's gotten red hot. Shifley gets the puck to Wheeler. Wheeler crosses a blue line. Just shows a flash of speed, passes a Blues defenseman, gets about 12 to 15 feet out, kind of loses control of the puck. He gets over to Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor makes the initial shot. Bennington kind of turns his head to the left a little bit. I think he was unsure if he made the save. He puts his head back down quickly, and the puck rolls right away from him. He couldn't get the rebound. Connor's right there, and they get the win two to one. That goal by Connor would be his third. Wheeler gets his fourth assist, and Shifley gets his third assist. Neither team has been able to win at home in this playoff series, and we're tied at two games apiece. Let's go to the stats of the game. 39 shots on goal for the Jets, 32 for the Blues. The Blues dominated the faceoff circle 61% to 39%. The Blues were 1 for 2 on the power play. The Jets were 0 for 1. The Blues outhit the Jets 33 to 27. They also outblocked the Jets 15 to 14, but they had 12 giveaways. To the Jets for giveaways. Let's go ahead and head to the post-game interviews. We'll hear from Coach Barube, then we'll hear from Petrangelo, Bennington, and finish up the interviews with Robbie Fabry. It's a tight series. We, you know, the two good teams. Um, you know, could have went either way. Uh, goalies were good. Did you have the start that you wanted, but not being able to convert though? Maybe you know to kind of get their game going a little bit or yeah, I thought we had a good start and uh, you know I th- listen I thought I thought that uh, you know they were ready to they looked good you know they had good jump too um, thought it was you know pretty pretty even hockey game you know we had some we had we got to do a better job of uh, they had too much a uh, few shifts where they had too much time in our end and um, got some opportunities there we got to do a better job of closing it out a little quicker and, and, you know, making a play and getting out of our zone. I thought that uh, there was too many times that we um, we just dumped it back out to them and then they, you know, can't get a line change and they're back in on us. And they're, t- they're a good team. I mean, they, they, they play fast and they're, they're big. After the first period, you guys have done so well. Was a part of you thinking like, man, we should have at least gotten one there? No, we don't think like that. I mean, it's this is this is playoff hockey. You, you know, you got to stay with it, and uh, you know it goes into overtime. And you know, we get the lead there, and you know it looked good. But uh, you know, they made a nice play in the goal. What do you think of your 
Um, he played a great game. Yeah, I'm Jordan Biddington overall. What what'd you think? He played a great game. They seem to get a, have a lot of push after that Shifley goal. Is there anything you could have done to, to you know, maybe stem the tide? There Anytime you get a goal, there's momentum, you know, and, you know, you got you to gotta answer back. Um, you know, they were obviously, you know, excited about that goal. It was a nice goal, and um, they had momentum after that for a bit. Craig, what do you feel like you sit here, two teams winning both games on the road, and what that means for the next game? Well, it means we won in there twice, and we're going back there. So that's kind of the way we look at it. It's, it's the best out of three. So we won there twice, and uh, you know we have confidence there. And we'll have confidence next game. How did you feel when you were able to get pucks into the offensive zone? Did you feel like you were effective there? Was it inconsistent at times? Or Well, I, we got the puck there you know, numerous times. Uh, I thought the Bozak line did a real good job of getting that puck there and uh, doing a good job of... Uh, Grinding it, got some good opportunities. Um, like I said, I think in our end, we got to do a better job of closing it out quicker and making a play so we can advance the puck quicker. Uh, we we got to stop, you know, the extended D zone times that they had against us. How did you see the final play, their goal? Well, it's kind of we got caught with three guys on a four check. You know, um, Shen was on Bufflin and they're you know, they were uh, battling for the puck. And Bufflin won that battle and, and got up to their forwards. And it uh, looked like Perenko just got caught pivoting the wrong way. And, you know, they came back and made a play and a, a shot. And there was a save, and they threw it out front. And Connor was there and banged in the rebound. You got the power play goal from Tarasenko, but are, are you getting enough out of your top line? No, the no I, they know. Like, I think they, they got to be better. And um, they know they got to be better. But it's a, it's a tough battle. I mean, going against Shifley line quite a bit, most of the game, it's... You know, you're, they're a good line, and they're big, and they skate. And uh, But I think our top line um, has to do a better job of supporting each other and, and getting the puck in the offensive zone more and going to work. I thought in the first two games they did that quite a bit, and uh, the two games at home here, not as much. You feel like the power play at the end of regulation there may be a little too predictable? Yeah, we only had the one look, really. Uh, I thought uh, we could have attacked more on that power play and, and, and did a better job, but... Um, you know, that's just this didn't happen. Alex, how disappointing is this one? Yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, we knew it was going to be a hard series, right? Uh, took two in their building, so regroup and hopefully uh, steal another one in there. Alex, did you seem like you guys had a big push early but couldn't get that one goal? And did they maybe get better as the game went on? Yeah, I mean, they had some chances. Uh, I think we got away from it a bit there in the third. I think both teams controlled parts of the game, so it would have been nice to close it out. But again, it's an overtime game. Could have gone either way. Got to find a way to uh, regroup here for uh, for Thursday. Why do you think you guys got a little timid in the third? Uh, just a little passive and defensive. I think we're better when we're aggressive. How's what you see in Bennington tonight overall? Oh, he's good again. He's good every night. He's the least of our problems. Oh, no, I didn't mean it as a negative. Mm -hmm. Can you just describe that way? How he kept the guys in the game? Yeah, he made some big saves for us. He always does, especially uh, on the power play there. Um, it's been lights out. He is every night. Feel like you're able to get to your game in overtime there, maybe on your heels a little um, bit. Yeah, some offensive zone time there. I mean, wasn't very long, so um, again, overtime. Someone's just waiting for a break. You going to Winnipeg, knowing you've already won two games there, does that help in the 
Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we've series is tied for a reason, right? Both teams have, have played well, and um, you don't see the road team still too in each building very often. But uh, makes us feel good here going to the next one. How'd you read their goal that tied it up in the third period? Looked like you were having a discussion with the referee afterwards. Uh, I was. I don't. I didn't say anything. Ref did I? I don't know. Alex, it looked like you went in for for a hit on Wheeler there and just kind of missed them and yeah. gave them an opportunity. Or... Yeah, it was a good pass. It was a good play by them off the tip there. I mean, uh, happens a lot throughout the game. It doesn't always go in right in the corner of the bar. So um, stuff happens. Love to fight another day. Would have been nice to get that one back in overtime. Uh, can't really remember exactly, but remember uh, it was a shot from the right side and then rebound was there and kind of passed it out front to Connor and just uh, went in. Jordan, how tough, you know, for them to come back in this game. You guys played so well. You know, the first half kind of taking it to them. It seemed like they took it to you guys the third period. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's playoff hockey. Stuff happens, and it's how you handle it. So uh, we're gonna just prepare for next game in Winnipeg. Jordan, how locked in did you feel tonight? It looked like you were on your game most of the night, I mean, the entire night. Yeah, I felt all right. Uh, you know, not the outcome we wanted, though. So gotta be better. It's not the outcome you wanted, but when the fans were chanting your name, did that make you feel good about how things were going for you? Yeah, that was a pretty cool moment, uh, obviously. And but you know, we'd rather uh, win. Why do you think so far in this series, home ice hasn't hasn't mattered? Pretty odd to see you know the road team win all these games. I'll yeah, so yeah, it's strange. Uh, you know, hopefully. Uh, we went again in Winnipeg here, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I have an explanation for it. It's just the way it's going. With that being the case, how confident are you going back in that? Uh, yeah, you know, we're we're a strong group, so um, we're going to respond and uh, hopefully have a big game next game. Do you think the overall uh, team game was much better tonight uh, than uh, maybe uh, Sunday night? Yeah, I, I would say so. We were we were good, and you know, it was a good game. Both teams played well, and. Uh, both teams are good, so just we didn't come out on top tonight. What was it like playing without your, your goalie stick? It seemed like forever there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Nothing really, just playing goalie without a stick, you know. Do you think it was more them, what they were doing to you guys the third period, or do you think it was uh, you guys just kind of playing a little timid? I don't know. We'll have to rewatch the game. Uh, you know, there's momentum swings all the time, and uh, it's uh, – you know, they came pretty hard. They got a good team over there, and hopefully uh, we're, we're good next game. How would you feel being back out there? Uh, I felt good. Um, you know, it was nice to get a playoff game in there, and, um, you know, I thought our line played, uh, played well, played fast, and, uh, you know, we just got to move on from that. How tough is this one, considering you guys had a 2-0 lead and how good your goaltender has been playing? Yeah, it's definitely tough, but, you know, you're fooled if you think they're on a good team, so... You know, we know that, and we took two in their building, so, you know, we're not we're not too worried going into there, and we just got to come out and play our game for 60 minutes. Did you have an opportunity in that first period? You guys talked about coming out strong, and you did, but not to be able to maybe get a lead, kind of left them, you know, allowed them to get better as the game went on. Yeah, um, you know, I think we had a great start. Um, we were on them, and, you know, Benner was standing on his head as usual, and, um, you know, just pucks weren't going in, you know, for both sides, so... You know, it's going to take a little bit, and we've got to stick with it. And, um, you know, we did that, got our one in the uh, third there, and, you know, we just got to stay on our toes there after we score. 
A lot of you guys are probably expecting me to rip the Blues, but there's no reason to rip them. They played a very good game. They just came out on the short end of it. The only thing I can see that was a big negative is Bennington not being able to hold on to that rebound in overtime. Is it possible the Jets still would have won the game? Yeah, but it's also possible the Blues would have won the game, and instead of being two games to two, we'd be three games to one. I'm not going to be too hard on Jordan Bennington. Stuff like that happens. You can say Jordan Bennington shouldn't have allowed the rebound, and you're correct. You're 100% correct. But you can also say that Jordan Bennington got them to overtime by the way he played. He stopped 38 of 39 shots. That's pretty damn good in my book. If a goalie plays the way Bennington did in the three periods and gets you to overtime, he's done a damn good job regardless of whether he wins the game in overtime or not. I'm not one of those people that's going to do that. I think if the Blues come back in game five with the type of effort that they had in this game, they're going to be pretty good. Are they going to win? I don't know. But they're going to give themselves a chance to win. So the keys to game five, don't let the Jets get out early. Continue to play the way you did in game four. And if for some reason the Jets do get out to a lead, don't change your game plan. Keep playing the same type of game, play physical, keep after it, play strong defense. You're going to get some opportunities to eventually score. So as long as the Blues do that, I think they're going to be okay in the next game. They've already shown they can win two games there, so I'm not terribly worried about it. I think it's going to look a little bit differently to a lot of us if they lose game five and go down three to two. You never want to play in a game where it's the game to where you could lose the series. Game seven's a little bit different because both teams can lose a series. But you don't ever want to go into a game six down three games to two. You just don't want to. I want to thank everybody for joining me once again. Until next time, let's go Blues! Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.